Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Ripping that sleeping bag, guys. Tear in the tent. Worry no more. There's something now called the Waxinator. Terminate all tears with Carl's rock-hard earwax. I'll chisel it out so you don't ruin your adventure. Check it out at earwaxgobstoppers.trail. everybody, this is Derek, and with me today is the only man to rescue a family of lost marmot, only to lecture them about map reading and buying a, a, a locator beacon, actually. Carl Mandrilli. There he is. <laughs> Lecturing marmots, I like it. Welcome to Season 7, everybody, Backpacking Wishers Podcast. We are so glad that you're here. I've got my awesome co-host, Derek. He's a man that thinks a broken dumpster is called a trash can Starting strong, season seven. That's His name right. is Carl Manrilli. If you That's want to right. email any uh, anything, backpacking blisters podcast yeah. for criticism, feel free. Uh, season seven, we're, season we're here. Season seven. What that we're really wrecked. means is that you are now available. We're gonna, you're here every week, right? I'm going to try to. Yes, I should be here every week. Okay, now. I'm excited. I'm excited for that for sure. So you're excited. I'm excited. The world's excited. We're excited, and so yeah, so we're kicking things off with almost like an admission to a trip that we did a few years back where we've, we've referenced a lot of these things throughout the seasons, but I don't think people realize that all of this stuff happened on one, one trip. trip. Yeah. One trip. Yeah. The, the dumpster fire trip. Yeah. And I think, I don't know. I mean, I sent you the outline of all the, the thoughts I had chronologically, like things that went wrong. Were you surprised that we had that many things go wrong? Yeah. Kind of. Well, yeah. I mean, once you listed it all, yeah, that was pretty, pretty gnarly. Pretty overwhelming, it's right? It's pretty funny, yeah. Yeah, so we'll go through all that for sure. And just uh, full disclosure, so we did, I sent out a group text asking mm. permission to talk about this because, you know, strangely, Derek and I aren't the only ones to blame for some of the things that went wrong. And so Shocker. we got permission. So if it feels like we're bashing our friends, they are allowing us to do so. Did, did you hear back from a certain person that I'm thinking of with the 
one of the main. You do, you want you want to give away one of the things, don't you? <laughs> I do, but I, I want to know if you got permission okay. from everybody. I sent out a group text, and and everybody's responding. There's a little bit of banter. Derek didn't respond though, so I don't know. Were you? No, were you tracking there's no that? need. Okay. No, I'm just reading it and loving it. Okay. Um, Ask okay, me when good. we get to the when we, when we get to that one because I don't know. We yeah, I don't know what you're asking to be honest. Is there an, is there okay? All right, we'll figure yeah. it out. There is a big takeaway though, and so for those of you that are either new to backpacking or mm-hmm. you've had your own blunders, it once you realize just how many things that went wrong on our trip, hopefully this gives you some confidence to you know strike out, try something new, try something hard, whatever. But all this to say that like even though we had a ton of things go wrong, we still ended up finishing this trip. Like we actually got through the trip. Strangely, shocking. Yeah, shocking. I know. Yeah. So we got that, and then we have we have an epic review that's come out in the last month or so. You know what I'm talking about? Epic review? No. Do I know? Uh, yeah, I actually like screenshotted it and then sent you the picture. Why do I not have it? I don't think I have it. Yeah, we've, we've had a full conversation about me? this on the phone. Did you, did you text me this? We've, we've chatted about this quite extensively. This Which review. one are we talking about? Get, remind me. You, get, you send lots of messages. <laughs> Oh, this. Oh, oh, this. Yeah, so we got we got one. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Our, basically like our most negative review of all time. And so... This is brutal know, for you. Some people shy away from it. We're going to lean into this one. So we got okay. that coming up as well. So, oh, yeah. joyful day. Joyful day. All right, our Bible verse, Pro- yeah. Proverbs 3, 6, in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Yeah. Is yeah. this... How you're always so successful at navigating Costco. Costco? You're you're going Bible verse to Costco? Oh yeah. That's a that's a weak play, but Well, I'm, i I mean that's the only navigation you really do, right? Um, I mean I have a GPS in my car, so I do navigate <laughs> there. Um, okay. you know. But, but, but as far as as far as anybody who's listening to the show knows, you basically go like car to Costco and back again. That's like that's kind of all you do. <laughs> I love the way you presented my life. It's so great. You must go from like grading the classroom to trail to home to grading the classroom to trail Correct. to home. Right, not too far off. To to your, to your basement. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah. No, I don't know. Um, I don't even know what you're asking me. This. No, I don't. I know. Let's just move on. That was horrible. Okay. Costco? That's your... All right. Let's jump in. Let's jump in. All right. All right. We got, uh, we went to Yosemite a few years back. Dumpster fire trip. All right. Let's break it down. So wh- the way that we're going to do is we're going to go day by day, chronologically, all the things that happen each day. And we got multiple things that happen each day and what happened, what we should have done, how we handle it, all of that. You share your side of the story. I'll share mine. Even before day one, though, I don't see that you... Put on here like that we had to like you know drive did we well was there a lot of drama pre-entering the park and we had to like meet at that parking lot and sit there for a while meet at a parking lot and sit there or for the a while. the what the back we went to the back okay. entrance right and we i remember sitting there for quite some time and we were waiting for somebody i don't remember who it was though. i don't know do you remember that i was there early and so i was just camped out Having a good old time, waiting for you guys to show up. Okay, so you didn't, you didn't get you didn't give a rep. Okay. Well, no, this is this is why you're sharing your perspective. But it's important if you're gonna share your perspective, you better know what you're talking about. Because well, getting into the park took a lot longer than we thought. But uh, yeah, trying to piece together like I think this happened. This was like what year was this? This is 2018. It's, it's, wow, it seems like We're setting the stage. We, it feels we like it was longer po- ago, honestly. Well, we started our podcast like right at the end of 2017. Yeah. So this is like our first big trip. So now we're, you know, we're like, okay, we got a podcast. We got to pull off. We we got to do it. And then the opposite happens. And so, okay, let's just jump in. Day one. Day one. 
we're hiking. So the, the setup is that we're hiking up a trail. It's like two miles and we go to a lake and then we head off trail for about a day and a half. Yes. And yeah. And so the reason for that is because we had gotten a permit and uh, the rangers gave us the wrong dates, the dates we did not ask for. So this is like the compromise. They're like, well, you can't have what you want now because it's all sold out. So you got to take this one. So this yeah. is our trip. Super fun. Yeah. So we're about, a, okay. So we're about a mile into the trip and I'm hiking at the back with one of the guys and he starts to make some <laughs> sounds like, ooh, ah, ah, uh. <laughs> And how far in are we? Like, like a couple a, miles. Like a mile in, like I just said. I'm not listening to you, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. It's a mile, we're a mile in. And meanwhile, Derek's ahead. He's, I think he's at the lake at this point. And so I'm dealing with this guy who has a back injury. Uh, early All on. Right. Early, early on. on, mile in. We show up to the lake and he's struggling already one mile in. Yeah. So what's like, what's your end of the story here, Derek? I remember being, I think we went over a little, little hill or something. And then it was just like, he was stopped. And then he's just like wincing in pain. Right. You're like my back. I don't know. I think I heard it. I think I might have something with a disc. Maybe there was like yeah. multiple things going on. Right. And there was like this heavy questioning of like, can I even do this? And it was right. kind of like, no, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And all of us at, at that point, mile one, two, whatever you want to call it, decided, okay, well, we're going to have to clearly take some of his gear and right. put it in our own bags. Right. So Yeah. We're, so that was like right after we hit the lake, we kind of went off trail and he was struggling up the hill. And so we started divvying up his weight. Right. He had had like a back issue prior, but he said he was good to go. And he's a super motivated, super tough guy. So we're like, all right, yeah, keep on going. I guess, <laughs> I guess 2.2 miles in the trip. Yeah. Like we'll just each take four pounds. Yeah. It took extra. a lot. I think, it, I think yeah. it took at least three pounds minimum. Yeah. No, I think, I think we all took about four pounds. Yeah. yeah. Like a pretty empty pack after that. Yeah. Pretty naive of us at the time. What do, what, what should we have done, Derek? How did we not know this? So he time? lived in California. I live in Colorado. I can't, I'm not a, like a, you know, a remote teledoc. I can't assess what he's got going on. I don't know. I was, you kind of have to just take people's words for it, right? He just, he just didn't. But that would seem pretty serious, though. Like I was yeah. shocked that he pulled he wanted it out. to go. Yeah. So yeah, inappropriate that he wanted to go. So that's on him. But then what's on us is how we handled it or didn't handle it. So what should we have done? Do you think at that point, send him home? Yeah. Send him, send him back. Hundred percent. Yeah. Send him to he's, a and, and and he's a Type A guy, very strong personality. So he's gonna you know, verbally battle us if we do that. Do you think that that causes us to kind of back down and not offer that up as a solution? Probably, probably. I think we both- like, Are you we, afraid of people and their verbal acumen? Am I afraid? No, I think I just get more annoyed. I think I think we talked, you and me privately later, and maybe it was even on a podcast that we regretted not sending him back. Yeah. So- yeah, no, we, I mean, that's the obvious answer, but he was, like I said, he was very motivated. He's very smart. He was very- He was trying yeah, to be like, very convincing. Obviously he was. Yeah, we were, oh, he is very convincing. No, no, no I'll, yeah, be fine. I'll be fine. I'll yeah. be fine. I'll be okay. I think, are we old enough now? Could we Could we make that, can we make the right call nowadays? I, think? Th I don't know. I don't know. It just depends on the people, you know? I mean- well, Okay, let's say it's me. Like, you know that I'm super motivated. You know that I'm going to make it no matter what, but I got a back issue two miles in and I'm like, Derek, take my weight, Derek. What if, what if on the canyon last trip when you had your foot injury and you're like, no, 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 I'll be fine. I'll be, I'll be, I'll power through. And you did power through. You did. But yeah. let's say it got to a point about halfway through or, or maybe like a third of the way through and you're like, my foot's going to fall off. I can't, I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> I am dying. Like, yeah. are you, who do you blame at that point? Yourself? 
<laughs> you're the trip leader and you're just like I'm wait, going wait, the, the question is not what's about to fall the question is not how do we handle the situation it's who do you blame you blame yourself first first you blame yourself oh my gosh I think I just say like Derek just leave me I'll press the red button I'll be oh, fine just power on without me Derek <laughs> I'll be back at the car making pancakes that's Jeez. right all right no, I, I, yeah no, I, I power through but a back is a different deal so i don't know about yeah, that back one. Is, yeah so anyway so we should have yeah sent the guy back to the trailhead we failed so he continues on on a pretty rough like off trail section yeah we continue up and over this hill and so while we're doing this i decide like i'm trying to make like a you know backpacking documentary out of this so i'm focused on filming getting good shots at the same time i'm trying to navigate and we're trying to find this remote lake that's somewhere hidden in a forest <laughs> and we go over the pass yep. and then how does how does day one play out do you want me to is this what you want me to get right into the end of day one I, I literally listed out chronologically how we're going to talk about this. But the, the very next thing is the muni. You want me to talk about the muni right now? No, I don't because I literally didn't list that until day two. We're still on day one. We're going chronologically. We can't navigate to the lake because we okay. had a hard time with that. We went off trail yeah. and we're all sitting there guesstimating like where it is. Right. We whip out the map. We didn't have an app. We're just using map and compass or really just a map to be honest. And so we're bumbling around. We have people that know what they're doing, but they're, they're not really contributing. They're just kind of following along. So who was doing the map then? Me and you? It's you and me. And then somebody was like, I should have gotten the, the Onyx app. I have that at home. Why oh, I that's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I was like, I don't care. We got to find this lake. And then, and as a result, what ended up happening was we like can't buy a creek and try to figure out where we were the next day, but we never ended up finding the lake. So we had like a navigation gaff and we had a cruddy campsite as a result. Terrible. Day two. Day two, we start day off. Two. We figure out where we were. We got to follow this creek down to the trail. As we're heading down. We're not to the junction yet though. We're not there. We're not to the junction. We're on a rock slab next to the river. We have figured out where, where we are, but we had a full day where we misnavigated and some of the guys, including yourself, decide, you know what? Even though we weren't good at navigating day one, I bet we can reroute ourselves day two, climb up and over the mountains where people don't go off trail, <laughs> bring the broken back guy with us, and just take basically a massive shortcut to our camp. Yeah. Right? Why not? He, he wasn't going to carry anything anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is your favorite part of the story, right? It's here. not my favorite part of the story because we totally have talked about this already. It's not you my favorite part. You know how many times, folks, that he's brought up this muni? Oh, my gosh. There's this a is reason not my people... Fa- None of these parts are my favorite. All of these are embarrassing for us. <laughs> how well would you captain a ship out on the open sea? Would you get mutinized? Oh, yeah, day one. <laughs> <laughs> I think that says more about you than everybody else. I'm like the reluctant leader. I'm, I'm trying to yeah. be a good leader, but then when people are like, we we don't really know how to navigate, but let's just navigate over there. I think that the there was there was a there was a conundrum there because you're thinking like this guy's gonna have to go X amount of miles, which is a lot of miles. And in my mind, I'm like, he's just, there's no way he's gonna do this. This is gonna be a nightmare. He's already because he had stopped again, and he's like, my back, it's hurting so bad. Right. Like it was just hurting so bad. I'm like, how is he gonna? Again, we probably should have just sent him back at that point because it was still probably the better option. At that point, we're well off trail. There's, there's no turning Figuring back. Out. The only way you could do it is to go forward to the trail and then... Either it was like, yeah, go to the trail and then go away further than expected. Or it was like... Yeah. I offered that multiple times and got rejected. Because the other option was like cut the trail, go over the pass and like shave off a chunk yeah. of miles. But we right. don't really know what's on the other side of the pass. 
Part of me, if I'm being honest with you, this part of me was kind of like, we need to get him off the trip because <laughs> it's just like uninvite him from future trips. No, no, no. Just like about? back to the car. No, yeah. he's a good dude, but like, like I, we need to get rid of him. We need to saying. get rid of him because he's going to be a danger to himself and everybody else. Yeah. So this is not common for us where we think of like trying to get rid of people on trips. This is kind of a unique thought. But we put ourselves in a tricky spot because yeah. we should have just made the call. Because our lack of self-confidence, this is what resulted, correct? Correct. Okay. Correct. Right. So we end up not like succumbing to the mutineers of the trip, and we keep on going down. We find the carved-out trailing Yosemite, and we continue on. Yeah. And we're starting to parallel the Merced River, yep. which is flowing pretty darn good. It's flowing across rocks. And we pause, and our buddy Jared decides, I am going to swim across the rapids of this river that's right above a mini waterfall. Where I'll, I'll, I'll admit, like, I question, I am a swim instructor, swim my whole life, surf a lot, and I was like, not even going to try that. There's no right. way I'm going to yeah, try that. You, yeah, you didn't try that. It was Sketchville, yeah. and it was so yep. fast. And he's like, right. I'm going to do it. I recently released this actually on um, on Instagram and on YouTube Shorts. Yes. And, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. We got we got kind of a lot of views on that one. So anyway, so I'll put it on for the for the YouTubers out there. But he decides to do it, and I have to take at least half credit because I was like, "Yeah, this looks like a great idea." Jared and I start filming it. Right. Get <laughs> <laughs> the camera going. I'm like this is terrible. Had the camera going, and I, I mean, he's like a super set athlete, and I was like, "It's not that deep." It didn't look that deep, so I'm like, "He's gonna end up just." You know, even if he can't swim, he's just going to, the friction is just, he's going to be able, he'll be, he'll be fine. Yeah, but it'll be fine. It ended up being deeper than I thought, and he still was fine, but it just was a bad decision. So I'll take half ownership of that one. I felt like his swimming technique uh, contributed to his uh, difficulty, and uh, I needed <laughs> okay. to give him, you know. You need to show him the awesome. way. So Put the head time. in the water, Jared. Put the head in the water, man. Fair enough. Yeah. Really dig in. No, he, he pulled it out, but it was sketch. It, it was a little sketchy. Is it, do you go slower with the head out of the water? 100%. I don't know. I'm not slower. Do you see Phelps swimming with the head up? What do you yeah. do? No, you don't. Okay. Don't lie to me. I, I, I wasn't paying that close attention, and Phelps was forever ago, so there you go. He's a legend, so either way. All right. We eventually make it to camp. Broken back guy makes it. Lots of pain. We had to climb up and over a pass. We get there. We have a decent campsite this night. We have an awesome campfire. We have a Bible study. Things are looking up. They're going good. And then you and I decide it's time to go hit the sack. Time to go to bed. Time to go to bed. Time to go to bed. Yeah. And a couple of guys are like, we're going to stay up. We're going to, you know, just kind of keep chatting around the campfire. These are experienced backpackers. And so we crash out. Foolishly. What happens, Derek? What happened next? Foolishly. Yeah. They, well, I think we woke up, right, the next morning and the fire was still smoldering. (laughs) They never put the fire out. And I think the excuse was like, well, we all, your memory. we all, is that what happened? And then we all, no, no. was it before? No, middle of the night, I, I wake up hearing like campfire. I'm like, are you still awake? Crackling. Yeah, no, it's like full blown campfire, like full on campfire. <laughs> and I get up and it's just this like ghost fire where there's nobody around it. It's Jeez. the middle of the night. It's probably like 2 a.m. Why don't you film that? I did. I got it on film. Did you? Oh. I did because we had our camera set up on the tripod. I just like turned oh, it on. That is great. And I, and I woke up rocking. I'm like, let's go grab some, you know, buckets out of the lake and start putting it out. That is hilarious. And so, yeah, that was, I mean, I don't know how, how exciting is it to, be, to see somebody who's just like, there's a campfire. They're putting it out. But wasn't their excuse like, well, we stood around and peed on it and dumped some water on it. We thought it was good to go. The issue was that they didn't separate the wood out. So the wood 
you know, essentially just dried out from being hot touching each other. And then it kind of created that yeah. fire again. Yep. I don't know. I'm not, a, I'm not a science guy, but that's just kind of how it boiled down. And so that was, I mean, had it, you know, that could have sparked like a forest fire essentially. Yes. Yes. So as a result, there's very few times since then we're all go to bed with the campfire going. Strangely, one of them was recently on a Patreon trip where we had a, like a pretty big, big time uh, Jordan from Utah. He was he's like a pretty big time campfire guy, and I trusted him to put the fire out, and he did. It was great. But honestly, like, yeah, this is uh, this is probably the most embarrassing thing that happened. That was pretty bad. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Okay, maybe not. Maybe there's more. Okay, so that was day two. So day three, go to you know we're going down the trail. We we hit a, a stopping point. And some of the guys are like, I want to grab some water. We're at Vogel yep. saying high Sierra yep. trail camp. And I said, all right, give me 10 minutes. I got some trail magic for you. <laughs> so, yeah. So I remember you were setting up your little situation there for your magic show. Little situation. Thank you for Little situation. Me. Little baby. Si- no, it's good. Uh, I went to a cabin to go to the bathroom. I come back and I'm like, okay, let's do it. And you're like, no, they're still filtering water or something. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, forever. I'm going to go help them filter water and get them back here. So I go down there and they're not even filtering water. They're just sitting there talking. One of them was playing in the water. And I was like, <laughs> playing in the water. I was like, <laughs> so I was awkward. like, all right, here we go. So I get out the filter. I'm filtering bottle after bottle. I'm like, all right, let's go. And then I want to say, I, I don't want to name names. I remember one or two of them were like, yeah, let's jump in the water and get cra- whatever for a minute. So I remember walking back. And I don't, did everybody come back? Not everybody came back. It was, it was a trickle. It was, it was a, trickle. a trickle in. Cause I remember yeah. you were set up and you were like attempting to like rope in some like random hikers for the show as well. So there were people, because it was a high Sierra camp, there were other people sort of gathering around, like not a lot of people, yeah. but just people gathering around and they're like, what's going on? Cause I have like a magic, like a magician's costume this on. This genius gets a top hat and a cape out. I mean, he went all nine yards. Mustache. Mustache. I had, I had the fake mustache. The horrible mustache, had, yeah. I had a lot going on. I spent a lot of time prepping for this, you know, these trail magic tricks. And so I was ready to go. Mm. Everything's set up and they're just waiting. They're waiting like literally for 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. <laughs> While you guys were playing around the stream bad. and I just super socially awkward, super awkward. And then finally they show up and um, I, yeah, at that point, like the air was out of the balloon and I, yeah. Anyway, so that was another embarrassing moment. I saw the show. The show moment. was good. Yeah. It was, yeah, but I was less enthusiastic. That you were like, that every show. Anyway, yeah. okay, so we keep on. So as we're doing this, though, like the clouds are rolling in. Yeah. We still have a few miles to camp. Yeah. And so we start, we head towards camp and we hit this zone, which is essentially above tree line. There's no trees and it just starts coming down. Torrential, right? Just torrential. Torrential rain. Like it was hurting my my head, my ears. Yeah, I found a video of, of this like today, actually, before we Did started you? recording. Yeah, I didn't realize this, but you were actually wearing it looked like an like a California Angels red poncho, as if it was like a baseball game, like one of those thin plastic yeah, that's like Jurassic the Park rides. That's yeah, I that's what you're wearing. Yeah, that was fine. Yeah, and that was okay. <laughs> okay, but that, but not everybody else is fine. So what was going on with our buddy Nate? So Nate, um, he had like on a very thin, was it like a windbreaker? Yeah, you know what it was like a white windbreaker or something maybe. Right. So he just gets really cold. And he hates being cold, so he's like, "I can't do this." I, I essentially like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna quit and go home." And right. we're like, 
Now, how far are are we like over half? Like, where are we? We're like a half. Yeah, we're like we're like towards the end of day three at this point. So I'm like, well, how are you going to quit? What are you going to do? Just go back the other way? Like, what are you going to do? Like the you're either going to have like a super long hike back, and you're going to what? Set up camp by yourself, freezing cold, or you come with us right. and set up camp. I'll get you a fire going, and we'll go. So I think we we like had to convince him to not quit. Well, that was on you. That, I was not part of that conversation. Yeah, we were like, no, dude, you're okay. Because he was like shivering cold. I think the the there was hail. Was there hail? With we had a hail? hail, we had some thunder, we had some lightning, we had, it was we had everything. Um, that was yeah. tip of the iceberg. Snow, we had blizzard, we had. It was yeah. all yeah. It was it was not that really, was tip of the really iceberg. That. So we convinced him not yeah. to go anywhere, and then we went and got out of the right. out of the rain for a minute. While this is going on, we we're hiking through. Like I said, we're, we're in an exposed area. Our buddy Rocky, he decided to bring a full fledged sword on the trip. Like he's holding it in hand. It's like five yeah. pound sword with this. It's like a long sword. Yeah. Metal, like like not just like you know one of those you know medieval time swords, like yeah. metal sword. And we had some camera gear called a camera slider sticking out of his pack. It's also like a two foot long piece of metal, basically. So he's got like yeah Excalibur with him, and he's got like a right. metal piece of equipment. And he's as just, lightning is shooting down around us. I'm like, <laughs> is he going to pull a He-Man or like, what's he going to yeah, do with I this know, thing? Really. I don't know. Somebody might be a superhero soon. So yeah, that was bad. We should have buried those things in the pack and we didn't. And yeah, so that was bad. And so eventually it clears up. We get to camp and, and Derek warms everybody up with his awesome campfire. So that was the end of day three. So day four, all we got to do is we got a downhill hike, and then we hit part of the John Muir Trail, which is a flat section. I think it's like eight miles total, but it's a fast eight miles. So what could possibly happen, right? What could possibly happen with these last eight miles? So we, we get down to the John Muir Trail section. And? And we're hiking out. We're cruising, and we have an encounter. We did have an encounter. We did. Yeah. Uh, we met the legend. Who was that? Ranger Annie. Ranger Annie. Ranger Annie. Who asked a very simple up. question. Like, do you guys have bear canisters? Mm. And I said, yes. Carl got a little uncomfortable. No, I, I got uncomfortable not because of her, but because of the rest of the group. Like, I don't know if it, it might have been you. I'm like 90% sure this is you. But Me? Yeah, I'll, I'll explain the conversation here. You can tell me if this is you or not. So Okay, please. This will be good. She's like, do you have bear canisters? Yes. How many do you have? Uh, we've got two for whatever we had, like seven and eight guys, which is inappropriate mm -hmm. for, you know, what they require. Mm -hmm. We got two and then somebody, I think this is you pipes in, but they're really big ones. Oh, that was, <laughs> I think it was Rocky. Okay. And I was like, they're not, I they're think. normal size ones. They're not big ones. We shared them. We strategically camped so that we didn't have bears. We've already spent our three nights. We did have, we had zero bear issues. And that's when she started accusing us of killing bears. So... <laughs> It started to go downhill from there, and then I and then you know I was like, okay, we we've already spent the night out. We didn't have any bear encounters. Can you explain to me how we're killing bears? And that's when she grabbed our permit a second time and blacklisted me. Carl had a problem with female authority, and it just it just <laughs> melted down. Ranger Annie was not backing down. Ranger Annie knew the law, oh and this gosh. this ranger, I'll give her credit. We all said this too afterwards. I remember looking at Rocky, I'm like, dude, it was pretty ballsy of her to like confront like seven eight guys or whatever it was yeah one with a sword and um right. just call us out and then blacklist one of the guys and right. uh she's like look i don't care if you've never seen a bear in 15 years or whatever this is the rule right. you broke it and yeah. deal with no, it no we did we she was right about that she's 100 percent right i don't know <laughs> that she's right about us killing bears though i don't think that that was a fair statement 
But I get the idea. I get what she was trying to say. She was very passionate about her job, which you can't fault somebody for being passionate about her her job. I will say that every ranger, male or female, that we've met since then is pretty easygoing, pretty I want to ask you a question. How yeah. defensive on a scale of 1 to 10 did you get, do you think? Uh, not defensive at all. I just enjoyed the conversation. So you're, so you're telling me you weren't feeling defensive. You were just enjoying the conversation, but you clearly were uh, a little uncomfortable because she, she knew her stuff. She didn't back down, and she, made, she challenged your bare knowledge and uh, placed the rules and regulations upon you, and uh, I think it really bothered you that you got blacklisted. Is that true or that, <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, to the, the most bothersome part of the conversation was when she was asking questions and other guys were chiming in with false information. Mm. And I was like, okay, you guys don't know what you're talking about, but you're like, I'm, I think I'm qualified to answer those questions. Do you think it was cause like she was like, <laughs> they found her attractive. They wanted to seem like a, a tough, cool guy who knew everything kind of thing. Mm. Possible. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. That's a good, yeah. good point. Yeah, you never you never know, but I know that, that you typically this has happened multiple years where we, one of the you know lesser experienced people is the one that's got the loudest voice. That happened on the mutiny as well, mm, right? Interesting. Yeah. Two two inexperienced people. I'm not talking about you this, at this point. Were involved in the mutiny, trying to make a decision for the rest of the group. Mm-hmm. So, par for the course is all I'm trying to say. It was a standard on that trip. It was a standard. After we encountered Ari and Annie, so we're hiking out. And uh, Derek's a little downtrodden. He's like, I can't believe we got blacklisted. I want to come that back. That is not what happened. I was ecstatic. Okay, and I I don't think I said a word <laughs> the entire time because I was so intrigued by oh her putting you. She put you in your place and it was uncomfortable. I get it. It's totally <laughs> fine. I get it. It was rough. Uh, as we're hiking out the last few miles, just out of nowhere, smoke just comes into the valley and just kind of like chokes us out basically because there's a, there's a fire nearby. Yeah. And uh, they ended up closing down trails like that day. So we got the trip in, but it was, yeah, by not very much because like I said, the smoke was coming in from nearby fire. And that's how the trip ended, wow. my friend. That's how our dumpster fire trip ended literally oh. with a fire. I don't know. I don't know if it started with a dumpster. And then we obviously had the campfire issue as well. So. So anyway, I think at this point, we've come clean just because we had a backpacking podcast, even back in the day, does not make us immune from disastrous decisions and no. horrible things happening to us, right? Yeah, correct. Correct. Always learning. Can we say humble is the question? Hopefully so. I'm proud of you for making it through. I'm proud of you for overcoming all that. I'm proud of you. Did you ever check your status? Are you unblacklisted now? I mean, I've, we've gone backpacking so many since then. So I think that was, I don't know what that was because I looked it up and I think we had, we had Camel Cud chime in like not too long after that saying like there had to be some sort of due process where if I really was blacklisted, there'd have to be some sort of notification or have my day Probably. in court. I don't know. Good point. I, I don't know. Yeah, what good point. Means. So anyway, we got famous historical fires trivia coming up right after this. Do it. Are you looking to be less sore, a stronger climber, or simply faster on the trail? Then check out the Training for Trekking podcast. These bite-sized episodes are full of excellent information that can improve your trail performance. He's specially trained in sports science and strength and conditioning to get your body in the right shape and prepared for adventure. Check out the Training for Trekking podcast wherever you get your podcast. All right, so we got a new season. We haven't really established what our punishments are for the, for the season. We could do like like micro punishments for each. So are we carrying over the last punishment that you still have to do is jump in the water? Yeah, we still got to tack okay. those on. Yeah. Yeah, tack that on. You got to bring your garbage trail kids. I got to try to trade for them <laughs> yeah, on the trail, yeah. all that stuff. So I am for you. <laughs> I am for you. Uh, 
Do you have any ideas for this season, or you want to kick kick the can down the road a little bit, and we'll we'll think of something? Let's kick the can. Okay. Let's just have fun. All right. So here's okay. So this is famous historical fires since we had two fires going on here. In what century did these occur? Is the question. I got Jeez. three descriptions. I got multiple choice for two of them. Okay. Okay. Number one: A fire broke out in a barn on the southwest side of Chicago. For more than twenty four <laughs> hours, the fire burned through the heart of the city. A, 1900s, B, 1800s, C, 1700s, or D, 1500s? This is the Great Chicago Fire? Yes. Yes. Um, What century is it, what is it yeah. in? Yeah. I don't know. 1800s? 1800s is correct. One for one. See? Not too, not too hard. Total guess. Number 10. <laughs> okay. Well, the 1500s was before Chicago was a city, before true, we had true. America. So, FYI. Number two, the fire began in the merchant shops near Rome's Chariot Stadium. Legend uh, has it the Emperor Nero was playing the fiddle while he watched his city burn. <laughs> He's also the main suspect in the event. <laughs> okay, is this A, the first century, B, second century, D, third century, or C, or sorry, C, third, You can't or even D6. say it. You don't I know, even it's know. hard. I mean, it's a lot of letters. Okay, wait. So, okay, repeat these again. You're just trying. You're just trying to pile on. This is not very nice. A B C D. <laughs> First, second, third, or sixth. Century. Correct. Like, is it in the one hundreds? Oh, I guess under one hundred. Yeah. Yeah. One to now two. Two to now three. I want to say right. it was really early. I want to say it was either like one hundreds to two hundreds, mm. or zero to one hundred. Mm-hmm. Which which ones? I'm going to go zero to 100. Wasn't it like 50, 80 or something like that? So A, the first century? First century. That is correct. Yes. Two for two. Yes. Two for two. All right. Yes. Number three, the El Dorado fire erupted when a couple used a pyrotechnic device for a gender reveal. Oh, okay. Name the century. Wait, what? Name what? Name the century. That was like, wow, was it 1900s or 2000s? <laughs> I don't remember when this was. Um, okay. I think it was. Oh, geez, I want to say it was like two thousands. I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. It was literally like two years ago. Okay, so two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah, is correct. It was the twenty first century. I would have also taken. I thought it was like oh seven, but maybe what? It was only a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's a couple of years ago. That's so yep. ridiculous. Yeah, for sure. Wow. So, there you go, my friend. Three for three. You know how to burn things down. Huge. 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 Okay. All right. You ready for the uh, epic review? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So just to clarify, we got three reviews <laughs> since our last recording. Uh, one of them is is not one I want to read. I feel like it's somebody who's just kind of like leaving something and then is not going to check back on our podcast. So I want to read the two that where the people are are sticking with our show and one of them is an epic review, like an epic negative review. I'll read that. But I, it sounds like the guy's going to continue to listen to our show. Do you want me to? Re- so, I'll read that. You want to read the other one? No, I want you to read both of them because they strangely go together, and they both were unsolicited. Okay, this is called pretty good. Okay, I have binged <laughs> this podcast since its first episode, and now I've caught up. I like this podcast, and I'll keep listening. I am firmly on Team Derek. Derek is the one keeping me coming back. However, Carl keeps this from being any more than three stars. Mm. Thanks, dude. Thanks. Carl is a control freak. We've talked about that. He has to be in control (laughs) of everything and everyone. Seriously, man, you need to relax. I can't imagine how you 
and your students, or I'm sorry, I can't imagine how your students tolerate you as your teacher. Ouch. Is Ouch. your motto, don't hike your own hike, you must hike my hike. Mm. And what's with your obsession about your idea about being fit on the trip for the trail? Are you fat shaming everyone? Anyways, Derek, keep attempting to keep Carl in check and I'll keep listening. Wow. Epic. Epic. Thank you, Jeff, for the feedback. Is there any is there any truth of nuggets in there or no? I, I have a I have a reaction. I, I'm curious what your reaction is when you read this one. Well, let's get yours. This is about you, and then I'll tell you what I think. No, but okay. It's it is it's about both of us. He's, there's a lot of encouragement for you in this man. But a is lot. there a kernel of truth to what he's saying about you? This is what we want to know. Kernel of truth. Let's see here. Is the control um, an issue? Is so, there okay? A... So t- I'll I'll share this. So typically, when somebody's very critical of you, Ew. if there there typically is a kernel of truth. Like I've learned that over the years as a teacher. When when I've had parents who've kind of had some some challenges and they bring some up, I'm like, yeah, okay. I don't like how you communicate that, but there might be some truth in that, right? Okay. It's far, I don't know. I had a I had a hard time finding the truth here because I know we joke about the control freak thing, but. We yeah. also discussed many times how I am not the attention to details guy, which is the opposite of control freak. And so things can easily spiral out of control and down many rabbit holes in the show. So I feel like in a strange way, the control freak thing, if somebody, if somebody really believes that about me, I feel like I'm, I'm making some improvement in the details area. So I'll actually take that as a mild compliment. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bad Kiking and Blisters podcast. Um, I've never been called a control. I mean, I know we joke around about it, but like you are hilarious. This, outside of the show, I've never been called Only a control. Only you would freak. take this and be like, you know, that's kind of a compliment. Yeah, um, that part. Not wow. the, the rest is just ridiculous. Like they don't obviously. I don't know how there could be a nugget of truth about my teaching mm-hmm. since they're not in my class, and so they're trying to apply how a podcast would function in a classroom, which. FYI, it doesn't it doesn't quite relate, and so that's just being that's just being mean for the sake of being mean. Mm. So not really connecting with that. Uh, the the fat shaming thing is like trying to stretch the idea that I enjoy fitness on the trail, and so I think it's, I mean, like you're, I mean, I know that I joke about you not traveling very far, having your two mile days, but have, <laughs> I, have I fat shamed you? You're not fat, so fat shame me? Yeah, how would that relate? I don't think you're. Tra- I don't think he's talking about fat shaming me. I think just fat shaming. In, well, we on our general. Patreon trips, we have people of all sizes that have come on our trips, and they've all been satisfied, and most of them come back for more. So I don't think that that's hmm. that's a real issue there. Okay. Uh, yeah, and and really, yeah. If if he's not like what I'm bringing to the show, I'm doing my best that I can. I'm just trying to do my best every single time. But you are always welcome to fast forward my part and listen to Derek only. I'm sure it'll make a lot of sense. Well, if you're controlling it though, you're talking way more though. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, probably. It's gonna be hard for him. That's true. So, well, interesting. Well, uh, he's he's he's. So you're you know, taking this. Listening. You're taking this as uh, a compliment, essentially. No, no, no. Just I was joking saying? about the control one, but no. This is obviously somebody who's who's firmly on Team Derek, which is great because I, dude, I love what you bring to the show, man. But then there's some statements in here that are just being mean for the sake of being. I, mean. I think there's some mean for mean. I think there's some there's you know, I think you have some you like things the way you like them uh, on the podcast sometimes. You you like to grade, you like to critique. <laughs> so I think I can see where he's coming up with the control issues. Sure. But um yeah, the rest is just a bit it, it's it's over over the top. I don't think that's necessary, yeah. but um uh we appreciate you keep listening, Jeff. We will try to keep Carl in check as as and we have an episode coming up where I'm doing just that. And uh, 
So stay tuned for that. That's coming up in the near future. Mm. So there you go. Um, yeah, it's a Derek. Yeah, yeah. I think next week we had a Derek episode. So this will be good. It's not a Derek episode. It's, it's just, all you. I'm doing like no prep for it, man. This is all you. Well, you better prep because you're going to need okay. it. Okay. I probably will. But yeah. So hey, hey, seriously, Jeff, thanks for listening to the show. Yeah. Sorry that you're not connecting with any information or anything I bring to the show. Like I said, I'm trying my best every single time. I would encourage you that if there's really very specific things that um, you want me or somebody else that you're critical of to work on, that you communicate it in a loving sort of way and not just a mean way for the sake of being mean. But either way, send us your info. I got a random package of rant from our random gearbox coming your way because we just appreciate you and we love you even if you don't love us equally. So there you Are go. Are you trying to control how he responds now? Control. No, control. See what I mean? Control. It's choice. I'm just trying to be loving. Okay. I hear you. I so hear you. unsolicited, unsolicited, we got a second review which somehow relates a little bit to what he said. And this is from, let's see, it says, it says, hey, teach. From what's this called? This is Hey Teach from AJ. Oh, got it right here. Okay. Yeah, this is from a student I had a few years ago that I haven't talked to literally in years. AJ. Okay, you want me to five star it for you? You're you're wow. You're welcome. Yeah. Okay. Can't believe I was in your seventh grade class. Uh, your podcast is really funny and informative. You've and you've gotten me into hiking and camping. All love, Mister Mandrelli. Hope you're doing well. Are great. Maybe you needed to send this to Jeff and say, like my students do. <laughs> this is pu- this is really. published publicly. Anybody can see this. That's true. Okay. Yeah. So AJ, if you're still listening, man, we I appreciate you, brother. You were an awesome student, and if if this podcast really has gotten you into hiking, like that is a super oh. encouraging thing to share with us. And we, yeah, keep on keeping on because, yeah, you're you're an awesome guy, and just we appreciate you taking the time to leave the review. So you want, hey, hey, you want a random gearbox too? You just got to swing by my classroom, so you know where that is. Oh boy, pop quiz for you. Uh, what did AJ get in your class? What was his grade? Uh, a plus. That's not what I see on the transcripts right here. I see a okay. B minus. Yeah. Yeah, B minus. No, he's talks a lot and was late with homework, but I gave him a B anyway. <laughs> what is what is that? Can you, you hack that? into the transcripts? Can you that do that? Cool? I have I have my ways. Okay. okay. No, that's cool. Nice. That's awesome to hear. Thanks. All AJ. right. Last thing we got, our final tidbit is we got another. We got a video review from our good friend Pierre from Malta. Malta. Hello, backpacking and blisters from Pierre Farouja. I am from Malta. We are a very small island in the center of the Mediterranean Sea. I am one of your new fans. I've been following you around one month or a little bit more, and I really enjoy your podcast. Uh, a small about Malta. We have lots and lots of history, although we are a very small island. Look, today I'm making a vlog about the Roman baths eh? in Malta because although we are small. We have lots to offer. Uh, why I like watching your podcast is because you make me laugh. And uh, because I love the US and your beautiful country and about your countryside and camping. And apart from that, I can learn some some new things about backpacking. I hope you enjoyed this small video. It was a thank you video because I really enjoying your podcast. Hope one day. You will call even me when I come a lot more uh, famous YouTuber. Although it will never happen, but buy from Waldorf and continue giving me content, which I enjoy. And uh, keep me company, especially when I'm at work, because I can put them in my ears and only hear your podcast. Although I like 
on YouTube as well. Bye. Pierre, man, thank you so much. Malta looks amazing. I got to get over there. Derek, have you been to Malta? I've been near it. I've okay. not been to it. Okay. I would love wow. to go. I was just a stone's throw away, actually. So, so check out Pierre's stuff on his YouTube channel if you're if you're looking to go someplace awesome in the Mediterranean. That, my friend, is all I got. That's all I got, guys. Always a pleasure. Brutal reviews or not, we are here for you. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to keep uh, turning the screws with Carl about that control issue. Remember, guys, if you are a female <laughs> and you know things, careful when you talk to Carl. You will make him defensive and get him unsettled. This is also the dumpster trash fire trip. And, uh, you know, Carl, Carl, let's talk about the control issue. Let's, let's talk about it. It's, it's, it's under the radar, but there's a reason Carl doesn't play bocce ball. There's a reason he doesn't play games. There's a reason he quit because he doesn't have control of what we do in the bocce ball world. He can't, he wanted to grab everybody's ball and throw it for them and then not count it, but count his own. Like it's, it's, that's why he doesn't play anymore. And that's why he sits by the fire and twiddles his thumbs and eats his dried, freeze-dried meal with no water in it. That's what he does.